In today's video, I'm gonna share with you my sciatica pain relief workout. If you have a disc herniation, a bulge, or even a rupture, this routine is strategically designed to bring you relief as fast as possible. We're gonna kick this sciatica workout off with something very simple, pelvic tilts. Really important that you follow a very specific rule when it comes to activating and getting used to tilting your pelvis. We're gonna go and do an anterior pelvic tilt and a posterior pelvic tilt. When you tuck your butt under and an anterior is when you try to stick your butt out. I call this the duck butt. What you're doing is you're taking your pelvis. So you wanna keep your ribs down, you wanna keep your abs softly contracted, you're not bearing down really hard, trying to focus all of the movement just at the pelvis. Don't push too far into the end ranges of motion. What you wanna do, be relaxed and take your pelvis through a gentle back and forth movement. You're gonna do this every single day, 10 to 15 reps, back and forth being one rep. Now, before we move on, it's really important that you eventually work towards building smarter strength. One of the best free guides that you can get from me is the pain-free training blueprint. I walk you through exactly how you should be looking at exercise, building strength, choosing the exercises that you're doing to make sure that your pain does not come back, allowing you to become more resilient and being more confident in your body. Fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash pain-free training to grab that free guide now. Moving on from the pelvic tilts, we're going to get into the cat cow. Trying to start at one end of the spine and creating a wave look to the spine as much as possible. The mindset around this, you're trying to move each vertebrae one at a time. You can't physically do this. What we're trying to do is segment the spine and really have a focused effort of moving the spine all throughout each major segment of the spine. Oftentimes when you see people doing the cat-cow, they're kind of pushing, they're rounding their back and they're allowing their back to sag. I want you to be more intense with what you're doing. Start at the lower back, begin to sag, and try to create that sag or that dip in the spine vertebrae by vertebrae as you work up towards the back of the neck. You can reverse that, start at the back of the neck, and work your way going either up or down, depending on which part of the rep that you're doing, and creating that cat-cow effect. Super important to go nice and slow. Really try to be intentional with how you move. Listen to your body. Connect with what you're doing. Always respect the end ranges at each point. Listen to your body and proceed with caution if you do have any kind of pain. The next part of this sciatica workout is extension. Now, I always suggest people start very very simple and small. What I like to do is just start with people flat on their face and just doing some deep breathing. We might move into stacking fists underneath our chin, which create a little bit of extension down the spine, and then working on reps with that. Some people respond well to holding, but most people respond better to more of a rep style of extension work. You might put fists underneath your chin, bring yourself up, and then go back down. Bring yourself up and go back down. From there, you can move on to being up onto your forearms, working up very slow to the top of that ceiling. Be right before any kind of sensitivity starts to pick up. You're gonna go right up to that sensitive threshold and then you're gonna go right back down. Take a deep breath in, relax, let these muscles soften, and then you can go back up into a rep. Five reps of this, 10, you can do 15 reps of this. Each individual person will have its own application of reps 
sets and intensity. What I want you to remember is you have to become a detective for yourself. You have to experiment and see which one works. You can actually do other ones like I call the army crawl or the warrior crawl extensions, which really helps focus on one side of the body. If you're dealing with sciatica down your right leg, then you can get into a position that really emphasizes that right leg sciatica by getting into this army crawl position. You can also do extensions standing. Don't get sold out for just one. Rather you be wrapping your mind around is what is the simplest version of extension that I can do now safely and comfortably that does not make my pain worse. Do I have the patience to continue to do this specific exercise every single day until I notice a change so that I can increase difficulty and continue to progress. Now we're going to move on to the core training. It is important to build stability around the spine as you're learning to desensitize your pain system. This is something that I teach all the time and is very critical to any kind of chronic back pain situation. Um, I teach this to my students inside of my accelerator strength and pain relief program. So if you feel stuck, if you feel like you need some more help and you'd be interested in hearing more about that and whether or not it would benefit you, there's a link in the description to grab a time that you can chat, we can discuss your situation and maybe see if I can help you. Moving on from there, we're gonna do our first core exercise. And one of my favorite core exercises to do that is great for sciatica or herniated or bulging disc type of chronic back pain is what I call the dead bug opposition crunch. You're going to be on your back and creating a table-like look with your legs. I have my arms up against my tops of my thighs, my knees at 90 degrees, and my hips at 90 degrees. What I'm doing is essentially pulling my legs towards my hands. At the same time, I'm pushing my hands and my upper body towards my legs. I'm trying to create tension right in the middle where they are touching. In order for me to do that, I'm lifting my head and my upper body up and pushing my arms into the legs. That's creating that tension, that little mini crunch that we want to do. The second part is the breathing element. What you're going to see me do is I'm actually going to demonstrate how to breathe and what I want you to be doing. When it comes to being in this tabletop, hands towards thighs kind of position, what I'm doing is I'm exhaling all of my breath, not just like a big, quick, big exhale, but I'm slowly with through small pierced lips making a hissing noise. So it sounds more like kind of restricting how fast the air comes out. While I'm doing that is I'm contracting and squeezing and me pushing all that air out until it is 100% out of my lungs. I am contracting that deep core. And then I'm gonna take a big deep breath in 360 degrees in my ribs, in my chest, in my stomach, and take a few relaxation breaths in between each rep. It's not just about the crunch. As you are creating that tension in the middle, you are exhaling all of your air out until there is nothing left. And then you're relaxing by taking a big deep breath in. Do that over and over and over. And you're building strength and stability and stamina in your deep core muscles that are going to serve you for years and years to come. The second core exercise I want you to do is the Palaf to Warrior Press core stability exercise. What you're gonna do is you're gonna get on one knee, find something comfortable. I like to do it in a taking one knee position. I'll attach the band to a door. I'll attach it to a rig or a squat rack, whatever I have available to me. And I'm going to hold that band in my hands and I'm gonna walk away from that squat rack as far as I need to to build tension. And at first I'm going to do the pallet press. So I'm going to push out, pushing that band away. The further that band goes away from my body, 
the more my lateral side, whichever side is, is closest to that band, it's going to have to work harder. As you're pushing out and you max out your arms, so your arms are fully stretched out, then I'm gonna go to the warrior press and I'm essentially going to take my hands and create kind of like a 90 degree angle and taking my arms up above my head. I'm only moving my shoulders. So as you're moving this band, you're moving your arms, you're creating a dynamic resistance effect on the body, really challenging yourself to keep yourself in a neutral place. You've got to find a rep range. You've got to find a distance away from that band attachment site that fits you best. The final exercise I want you to do is the bird dog. I really want you to be very cautious with how intense you go with this bird dog exercise. If done incorrectly, can create more tension, more contraction, and more tightness in the low back. What I want you to focus on is building stability in this posterior chain. And you can do that without doing the full-blown bird dog. Instead, start on all fours and just move one leg at a time. Activate the glutes, slide that leg up, and try to gently lift until you realize that your low back is starting to compensate just to get that leg higher. What you're going to realize is that you can't get it that high without extending or having a lot of movement in that lower back. Practice creating stability with just one leg at a time. But if you're moving on, making it a little bit more difficult, you can combine the leg, moving that out, creating that stability, and then the opposite arm to that leg. What you're trying to work up to is having the opposite arm and the opposite leg come up and out, creating a nice tabletop look across the back, giving you that stability and giving you the endurance though you're trying to build endurance by doing this specific exercise. It's not about how high you go, it's not about how fast you go. I like slow, controlled transitions, really emphasizing on understanding where your low back is at, what muscles are being activated, and how much stability you can create with less range of motion. My suggestion for this is at least starting between five to eight reps. Don't do too much. If you feel like doing more is going to give you better results, you've got to start changing the way you view that. Pick a number, a rep and set range that keeps you below your sensitivity level, and then over time building up. Before you run off, make sure you go grab that free gift if you have sciatica if you have chronic back pain you're trying to work out but nothing you do inside the gym is actually helping and I've made a free guide called my pain-free training blueprint that you can grab and I walk you through exactly how you should be organizing picking your exercises and structuring your workout specifically for you go to fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash pain-free training thanks for watching and I'll see you on the next episode